people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to the April 27th, 2023 Midday Movie Madness Weekly Weekend Warrior Podcast with me, Movie Girl. Today, Claire Menzies of Hyannis, Massachusetts, late civil rights leader Coretta Scott King, and rapper Lizzo have their birthdays. Today also marks the debut of the 2020 Netflix show, Never Have I Ever, which will air its final season two soon, 2018's Avengers Infinity War, and 2012 films Dolphin Boy and the Five-Year Engagement. I forgot to mention last week that my cousin, Mary Claire Rivera's Land of Stories book love book series Loving Daughter, Lizzie, turned 12 on Tuesday, April 25th. Oopsies. Sorry, Lizzie. Happy two-day belated birthday. Believe it or not, TV icon Carol Burnett turned an astounding 90 years old yesterday, which also happened to be Channing Tatum's 43rd birthday and marked four years since Avengers Endgame. Country singer Willie Nelson also turns 90 as well, but on April 29th. Willie's birthday buddies include the late TV actor Leslie Jordan, comedian Jerry Seinfeld, Uma Thurman, and actor Daniel Day-Lewis. Happy early birthday to my cousin, Elise O'Brien of California, who blows out her birthday candles on Sunday, April 30th. Her birthday pals include Wonder Woman herself, actress Gal Gadot, the late Cloris Leachman, actress Kirsten Dunst, TV actress Anna de Armas, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey's twins, Moroccan and Monroe Scott, and Outlander star Sam Hugan. 2004's Mean Girls, the 2017 TV show American Gods, and 1999's Idle Hands and Entrapment were released that day on their respective years. Donna Beckett, director Wes Anderson, actor Jamie Dornan, the late Gianna Bryant, and singer Tim McGraw were all born May 1st. That day happens to be the debut of the 1999 SpongeBob SquarePants TV show, 2015's Avengers Age of Ultron, 2013's The Great Gatsby, and 2009's X-Men Origins Wolverines and Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Joseph C. Nunes, Nikki Regan, soccer player David Beckham, actor Dwayne Johnson and Princess Charlotte and actress Christine Baranski all get to eat birthday cake on May 2nd. Danny Mahler, Kohavi, actress Rachel Zegler, pop singer Frankie Valli, the late singer James Brown, and the late folk singer Zach Zobiek and the Bing Crosby were all born May 3rd, which also happens to be the debut date for 2002 Spider-Man, 2013's Iron Man 3, 1996's The Craft, and Lady Gaga's Top Gun Maverick anthem, Hold My Hand. Holy power-ups! The Super Mario Brothers keeps on getting the domestic high score with a massive 58.23 power-boxes bo- power in its third week. The animated family film super jumped past this weekend's other new releases, including Supernatural Horror sequel, Evil Dead Rises. 
After three weeks, it's crossed yet another big milestone. The 900 million high score mark worldwide. Through just 21 days in release, the worldwide total is now 901.2 million power-ups with 444 million of that coming from domestic and 457.2 million from overseas. Even Mario's creator, Shigeru Miyamoto, is amazed at his success. Video Game Chronicle stated April 25th, speaking to Japanese press ahead of the movie's debut in Nintendo's home country, Mario creator Miyamoto discussed its performance and the reception from critics, which he acknowledged had been mixed. I did have a level of expectations that this movie would also do well, like the Super Nintendo World theme park, but I was very surprised that it went beyond what I could have imagined when it finally came out. He said, translated by VGC contributor Robert Sessafon, you need some luck to achieve this level of success for a film, he added. While many foreign critics have given the movie relatively low ratings, I think that also contributed to the movie's notoriety and buzz. I'd be happy if viewers could say that the definition of what a movie is has changed because of this film. That just shows how lucky we are. We were. Though Super Mario Brothers steamrolled the competition, second place of the R-rated Evil Dead managed to have a strong start. It scared up 23.5 million from North American theaters in its debut and $16.8 million overseas, bringing its global tall total to 40.3 million scares. The blood-soaked thriller was originally meant for an HBO Max release, before getting a traditional theatrical release. The fifth entry in the long-running Evil Dead series is the first new entry in the series in 10 years, following 2013's Evil Dead reboot. In third place was Guy Ritchie's The Covenant with disappointing expectations, bringing in a very limp $6.28 million. Now, I do have some sad news. The world was shocked Tuesday when news broke that trailblazing icon Harry Belafonte, who introduced the world to the United States Calypso music, went to that great stage in the sky. He had just turned 96 recently. CNN.com reported that day, Belafonte was dubbed the king of Calypso after the groundbreaking success of his 1956 hit, The Banana Boat, Deo. He also became a movie star after acting in the film adaptation of the Broadway musical Carmen Jones. But Belafonte's biggest contribution took place offstage. He was a key strategist, fundraiser, and mediator for the civil rights movement. He continually risked his entertainment career, and at least once his life, for his activism. He became a close friend of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., who often retired to Belafonte's patial New York apartment to talk strategy or to escape the pressures of leading the civil rights movement. The scope of Belafonte's activism was astonishing. He saw the civil rights movement as a global struggle. He led a campaign against apartheid in South Africa and befriended Nelson Mandela. 
He mobilized support for the fight against HIV AIDS and became a UNICEF goodwill ambassador. He also came up with the idea for recording the 1985 hit song, We Are the World, which assembled a constellation of pop and rock stars, including Bob Dylan, Michael Jackson, and Bruce Springsteen, to raise money for famine relief in Africa. He was an enormous part of the 1960s civil rights movement. The website also said he raised money for the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the organization that King co-founded and led. Belafonte also helped bail out activists who had been jailed during civil rights campaigns and helped organize the 1963 March on Washington. He was more than his career at times. In 1964, Belafonte and his friend, fellow actor Sidney Poitier, traveled to Mississippi to deliver a doctor's bag filled with $70,000 to support voting registration efforts. Belafonte says the pair were chased and shot out by the Ku Klux Klan, but eventually succeeded in hand-delivering their money. Belafonte delivered crucial help to the King's family as well. He paid for housekeepers and babysitters while King traveled the country. Belafonte also became one of King's most trusted friends. King often stayed in Belafonte's Upper West Side apartment, and he wrote the outline to one of his most famous speeches, his 1967 address denouncing the Vietnam War in Belafonte's home. King was a self-contained man in public who rarely let his guard down, but in rare photos that captured King breaking into a huge inhibited grin, Belafonte is often at his side, hugging him and sharing some private joke. The icon starred in films like 1954's Carmen Jones, 1979's Uptown Saturday Night, and Island in the Sun in 1957. His final on-screen appearance came in a powerful, though brief role in Spike Lee's 2018 film Black Klansman, for which he actually had to get his doctor's approval to be in. Sunday, it was announced 89-year-old Australian satirist Barry Humphreys, best known for his TV and on-stage drag persona of Edna Everidge passed away April 22nd. His other roles included a small part in 2002's Nicholas Nickleby, Kevin McMaxford in 1997's Spice World, Bruce the Shark in 2003's Finding Nemo, the, Green Gob- the Great Goblin in 2012's The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, the narrator for the 2009 animated film Mary and Max, and other ones. Former... Dancing with the Scott, former Dancing with the Stars, and Strictly Come Dancing judge Lynn Goodman sadly passed away on April 23rd, just a few days before he would have turned 79 on April 25th. And it was just reported today that 79 year old celebrated, though controversial, icon of trash talk TV himself, Jerry Springer has gone to that TV stage in the sky. He passed away in Chicago after a short illness. So I'm sorry, late, late, late show fans, but the talk show is bringing down the curtain on former host James Corden's time and on James Corden's time as host tonight. 
with the very last show and a special dedicated to him, which will include a car, final carpool karaoke segment headlined by Adele. Sad, but in life must continue. In better news, to rephrase Harry Potter's Hagrid's, you're a, you're a father, Harry. Uh, I'm a what? That's right, folks. Daniel Radcliffe, the actor who brought J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter to life on the big screen, is now a dad himself. Recently, he and girlfriend Aaron Dark welcomed their first child. Speaking of the first-time celeb parents, welcome to the first-time mom's club, Rumor Wells. She revealed Tuesday she gave birth to her and boyfriend Derek Thomas's first child, daughter Luetta Easley Thomas Willis, April 18th. This makes her parents, Bruce Willis and his ex Demi Moore, first-time grandparents. Pregnant Megan Trainer is having another boy. Marina Moonin has revealed she's having a girl, and Lindsay Lohan finally unveiled her baby bump. And Sam Hunt is going to be a father of two. Next year's Oscars have a date. The oldest and most prestigious award show in the entertainment world will return March 10, 2024, with nominations announced January 23rd that year. Big news! APnews.com announced Tuesday, Toy Story, Toy Company Mattel have revealed its first Barbie doll representing a person with Down Syndrome on Tuesday. Mattel collaborated with the National Down Syndrome Society to create the Barbie and ensure the doll accurately represents a person with Down Syndrome, the company said. Design features of the new Barbie were made under guidance from NDSS, Mattel said. In addition to portraying some physical characteristics of a person with Down Syndrome, the Barbie's clothing and accessories carry special meaning. The blue and yellow on the doll's dress, accompanied by butterflies, represents symbols and colors associated with Down Syndrome awareness. And the three chevrons on the Barbie's necklace represent how people with Down Syndrome have three copies of their 21st chromosome, Mattel said. And speaking of Down Syndrome, one of the stars of the upcoming Disney Plus film, Peter Pan and Wendy, has the chromosomal disorder. That will be 15-year-old Noah Matthews Madowski, who plays Lost Boys leader slightly. His casting is the first time that Disney has, act, has cast someone with a visible disability in a main role. Sophie Ritchie and Simone Biles got married to their respective now hubbies over last weekend. The new trailer for the Flash movie dropped yesterday. The first screening for the long-delayed superhero pick with troubled star Ezra Miller happened at this week's CinemaCon event in Las Vegas and opened to rave reviews. The film will open in theaters, finally, on June 9th. Other things shown at CinemaCon include exclusive clips of films like A Quiet Place Day One, Fast X, Oppenheimer, Migration, whose voice cast was announced and includes Elizabeth Banks, Keegan-Michael Key, and Danny DeVito, Guards of the Galaxy Vol. Vol. 3, Kung Fu Panda 4, Bob Marley, One Love, that's the Bob Marley biopic 
2024. The Little Mermaid, Haunted Mansion, Wicked, The Fall Guy, and David Gordon Green's upcoming reimagining of The Exorcist, which is now going to be called The Exorcist Believer and confirmed to be a new trilogy. And Nickelodeon's presentation at the event today, thehollywoodreporter.com announced... Rihanna will voice Smurfette in Paramount and Nickelodeon's Untitled Smurfs animated film. She'll also write and perform original music for the film while serving as a producer on the movie, which is slated for a Feb 14, 2025 release. Appearing on stage on Cinemacom, Rihanna says she's thrilled to be playing this blue badass in this reimagined Smurfs movies. I get to show up in my PJs in my third trimester adds the mother to be. I hope this gives me cool points with my kids one day. Based on the characters of Belgian comics writer and artist Peyo, the movie is described as comedic, musical adventure that sets out to answer one of life's biggest questions. What is a Smurf? During Paramount's late presentation at CinemaCon, Ramsey Nato, president of Paramount Animation and Nickelodeon Animation, teased an ambitious slate of upcoming picks that also includes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and the newly named Transformers 1. NATO also previewed a trailer for the September 29th release, Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie, and revealed that Chris Rock will have a cameo in the movie. He joins an ensemble cast that includes Taraji P. Henson, Kristen Bell, James Marsden, and Serena Williams. The studio also re- revealed early concept art for their two 2025 animated films based on two classic, I mean, celebrated Nick shows. The just-titled SpongeBob movie, The Search for Squarepants, which swims to theaters on May 23rd, 2025, and The Last Airbender, that is the first animated Avatar film, due October 10th, 2025. The new trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beast dropped today. A teaser for the de- a teaser include and details for the 2024 animated Transformers film called Transformers 1 dropped at CinemaCon. Set on Cybertron, the home world of the Autobots and Decepticons, it will divulge into a tale never done before in the live-action films or the original animated 1980s Transformers film. How young Megatron and Optimus Prime went from being friends to becoming mortal enemies on opposing sides. It will also show what Cybertron society and life was like and what totally ripped it apart. It was confirmed at CinemaCon today that Chris Hemsworth will voice Optimus Prime, while Scarlett Johansson will voice Alita. Their castmates include John Hamm as Sentinel Prime, Keegan-Michael Key as Bumblebee, Lawrence Fishburne as Alpha Trion, and Brian Tree Henry as Megatron. It will tie in directly with the live-action films and is the second Transformers animated film after 1986's Transforms the Movies. Variety.com announced yesterday Chris Pine has been cast in Wish, 
Walt Disney's upcoming animated musical. He joins an ensemble that includes Oscar winner Ariana DeVoe and Alan Tudyk. News that the Star Trek star will add his dulcet tones to the family film came at CinemaCon. The film revolves around an intriguing, slightly meta question. How did the wishing star, which so many Disney characters wish upon, come into the cosmos? The film unfolds in the magical kingdom of Rosas and introduces Asha, an optimist with a sharp wit who deeply cares about her community. When Asha turns to the sky in a moment of need and makes a wish, her flea is answered by a little ball of energy called Star. Together, they team up to save Asha's community. Pine lends his voice to the ruler of Rasas. It magically appears in theaters November 22nd, and the first trailer just dropped today. The first trailers for films in, such as Next Goal, A Haunting in Venice, the adapta- which is the adaptation of Agatha Christie's Halloween Party, the color purple, and many others were revealed at the event, too. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, the seventh Mission Impossible film, is opening up two days earlier than planned. The action film starring Tom Cruise, Haley Atwell, Vanessa Kirby, Simon Pegg, Finn Rames, Rebecca Ferguson, and many others will now open July 12th. The Hunger Games... The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the prequel to the Hunger Games films based on the 2020 spin-off prequel book, unveiled its very first amazing trailer and a new poster a few hours ago. Starring Rachel Zegler, Tom Blythe, Viola Davis, Jason Schwartzman, and Peter Dinklage, it arrives in the box office arena on November 17th and we'll do Battle with Trolls Band Together. Coming into theaters on April 28th is the coming-of-age dramedy, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, starring Abby Ryder Forston, Rachel McAdams, and Kathy Bates. Since 1970, millions of young readers have devoured Judy Bloom's iconic novel, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And now... The beloved book is finally coming to the big screen. Sixth grader Margaret Simon and her parents move from New York City to the suburbs of New York, Jersey. In addition to settling into her new school, she must navigate new feelings, make new friends, and deal with the beginning of adolescence. Plus, she's confused about what religion she should follow because one of her parents is Jewish and the other happens to be Christian. Whatever will she do? Judy Bloom, the author of the book the film's based on, has a cameo of a woman walking her dog. Her book has never once been out of print since its initial publication. What's also neat is that Kathy Bates and Rachel McAdams both starred in 2011's Midnight in Paris. Arriving into the theater ring Friday is the dramatic sports biopic Big, I mean, Big George Foreman, starring Chris Davis, Forrest Whitaker, Jasmine Matthews, and Sullivan Jones. It recalls the amazing, true story of one of the greatest sports comebacks of all time. 
Fueled by an impoverished childhood, Foreman becomes an Olympic gold medalist and a world heavyweight champion. However, a near-death experience takes him from the ring to the church. But when he sees his church community struggling, both financially and spiritually, he has to return. He returns to the ring and makes history. Da 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 da. Get ready to return to that galaxy far, far away. When Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi returns to theater universes this Friday. April 28th, for a special 40th anniversary re-release. The last of the original Star Wars trilogy stars Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, the late Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Billy D. Williams, Frank Oz, David Prowse, and Peter Mayhew. Now, since I'm going to be doing this film for Star Wars Day next next Thursday, I will not be doing a recap on it because it will seem pretty silly to do it two weeks in a row. Speaking of Star Wars, CBS News announced April 26th, the late actress Carrie Fisher will be posthumously honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce announced Tuesday. The icon, best known for her role as Princess Leia in the Star Wars trilogy will have her name memorialized on Hollywood Boulevard near the El Capitan Theater on May 4th, Star Wars Day, joining her galactic co-stars Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford, who already have stars on the Hollywood on the Walk of Fame. I'm happy to add that her star is just a few feet away from the star of Mark Hamill and across the street from the star of her legendary mother, Debbie Reynolds. Walk of Fame producer Anna Martinez said in a statement, Hamill reacted to the news on Twitter calling the honor long overdue and so well deserved. Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord, will be accepting the star on behalf of her mother, according to the statement. Fisher, remember, sadly passed away in December 2016, just six and a half years ago, on a flight, but will always be remembered in the Star Wars universe as their princess. Flying its way to Disney Plus, April 28, 2023, is the fantasy adventure Peter Pan and Wendy, starring Alex Maloney in his film debut, Ever Anderson, Jude Law, Yara Shahidi, Jacob Jew, Noah Matthews Madoski, Alan Tudyk, and, Malin, and Molly Parker. It's a live-action version of Walt Disney's 1953 animated classic Peter Pan, which turned 70 years old in February, and itself is based on J.M. Barry's 1905 play Peter Pan or the Boy that, Who Won't Grow Up. In it, young Wendy Darling is afraid to use, leave her childhood behind, and she meets the immortal Peter Pan, a boy who has the ability to fly and refuses to grow up. Alongside her brothers, John and Michael, and Peter Pan's tiny fairy friend, Tinkerbell, she travels with Peter to the magical world of Neverland. There, she encounters the evil pirate, Captain Hook, and goes on a thrilling adventure that will change her life forever. 
According to IMDb.com, this is director David Lowry's second Disney live-action remake after 2016's Pete's Dragon. Did you know that Joaquin Phoenix and Will Smith were reportedly considered for the Captain Hook part? Weird, I know. But that went to Jude Law. Last Friday, Disney Plus made the National Treasure spinoff series National Treasure Edge of History, well, history. In other words, it acts the show. The show, which debuted in December, was only available for one season. Monday, it was revealed that Netflix's raunchy coming-of-age animated comedy Big Mouth has been renewed for the 7th and 8th season. Unfortunately, the 8th will be its last. EW.com stated April 24th, with the last season, the show the show becomes the long the streamer's longest running series, apart from the family and kids programming block. The long running comedy, inspired by co creators Nick Kroll and Adam Goldberg's upbringing, centers on a group of friends and their hormonal monsters as they experience growing up, human sexuality, puberty. And much more. Season 6 proud last October while Season 7 debuts this year. The final 8th season will premiere sometime in 2024. Season 2 of Netflix's Sweet Tooth series starring Kristen Coventry, Stefani Levy, and Owen Marlon Williams dropped today. If you don't know this, about the series, here's a little recap. Ten years prior to it, a mysterious virus wiped out 90% of the world's population, 98% of the world's population, throwing the world into a chaotic time known as the Great Crumbling, as the Great Crumble. But during that time, also saw the birth of human-animal hybrids, like Dear Human Gus, who is the first of his kind. In this new season, a deadly new wave of the sick is beating down on humanity. Gus and a, bun- and a group of other children hybrids are held prisoner by the malicious General Abbott and the Last Men, a group of vicious mercenaries who hunt down hybrids. Abbott uses the children as subjects for the experiments of captive Dr. Singh. While Abbott wants to find a cure and get more power, Singh simply wants to save his infected wife, Ronnie. Heroic Gus agrees to help Dr. Singh, which starts a dark trek into his origins. And finally... Three days ago, the streaming giant revealed looks at their upcoming animation film slate for 2023 and 2024. These films include the this summer's anticipated Nimona, which is based on N.D. Stevenson's best-selling graphic novel, starring Riz Ahmed, Chloe Grace Moretz, RuPaul Charles, Francis Conroy, and Lu- Lorraine Tilson, it centers on Valister Bolthart, a knight framed for a crime he really, he didn't even commit, and the titular shapeshifter 
who sets out to help him prove his innocence. Coming in 2024, happens to be the first ever Netflix original Spongebob film, Saving Bikini Bottom, The Sandy Cheek Story, starring Carolyn Lawrence, Tom Kenny, Roger Bumpus, Clancy Brown, Johnny Knoxville, and Craig Robinson. When Bikini Bottom and all its citizens are suddenly scooped out of the oceans by an evil scientist, it's up to Sandy Cheeks and loyal SpongeBob SquarePants to travel to Texas and save the day and their town from a nefarious plot. Bill Burr and Adam Sandler star in This Falls Leo, a coming-of-age story that's also a musical comedy animation about an elementary class pet's turtle named Leo who discovers he only has one year to live and tries to break out so he can see the world. But things snowball out of control. Arriving to the Netflix nest in the fall as well is Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, the anticipated sequel to the highest grossing stop motion film of all time, Chicken Run. Oddly enough, the original film comes to the streamer next month. ScreenRant.com stated a few days ago the plot. Having pulled off a death-defying escape from Tweety's farm, Ginger has finally found her dream of peaceful island sanctuary for the whole flock, far from the dangers of the human world. When she and Rocky hatch a little girl named Molly, called Molly, Ginger's happy ending seems complete. But back on the mainland, the whole of chicken kind faces a new and terrible threat. For Ginger and her team, even if it means putting their own hard-won freedom at risk, this time, they're breaking in! Other films coming to the streamer include 2024's That Christmas, Ultraman, Thumb of the Unicorn, and In Your Dreams. That's all for this week's news, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye now.